Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Tech Podcast. My name is Mike Brown, and I'm coming to you live after another Houston Rockets game, which we come to you live after every Rockets game uh, the last two seasons. So we're glad to keep that streak alive. We appreciate all of our uh, live listeners here on Spotify Green Room. We'll give you all a few minutes. Uh, to uh, come into the room, uh, and we'll get started talking about all things Houston Rockets, as we usually do. Uh, Rockets get absolutely blasted tonight uh, in Cleveland. Uh, This game was not close. Uh, At any point of the game, the Rockets were down by 19 points after 131 after two. Uh, The Rockets tonight were without Christian Wood, Eric Gordon, uh, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., and Daniel House. Uh, it was, I, I hate to say, it just it wasn't fair from the get. Uh, I got to give a lot of credit. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are legit. Uh, the, you know, they they came into the game 17-12. and 12. Uh, J.B. Bickerstaff, old coach uh, for the Rockets, uh, has got himself uh, a team. Uh, and you talk about guys like Darius Garland who had 21 points tonight. Uh, Jared Allen only had six points, nine rebounds, only played 18 minutes. Uh, Dean Wade had 16 points. Uh, Lori Markinen had 12. Kevin Love had 15. So nobody really jumped off the page in the box score for, for Cleveland, uh, but it was just a steady dose of a lot of different guys. Uh one of the most overrated players in the league, Ricky Rubio, had seven points and 12 assists tonight, so it was good to see uh, him get some uh, some run tonight against the Rockets. Uh, you, you, you look at the game tonight, and uh, let's go ahead and start the show off with a positive note uh, that per multiple tweets uh, from uh, Rockets media, it does look like uh, Steven Sil- head coach Steven Silas is going to be Okay, uh, per Jonathan Fagan at approximately 8.30 uh, Central Time, uh, he did tweet that Steven Silas is feeling better and expects to be with the team tomorrow versus the Knicks. Um, and as my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, points out in the chat here, um, we will get to uh, Alperin Shingun, uh, who, who absolutely played his ass off tonight. Uh, in arguably uh, his best game of the season. Um, 28 minutes, 7 of 14 from the field. He had 11 rebounds. He had five assists. He had 19 points. 
And at this point, if, if you're a Rockets fan, I mean, Alperin Shangun is playing his way into must play minutes. And I'm not talking about must play like seven to 10 minutes a game. I'm talking about must play into a significant role off of the bench or starting. And I'm not a guy who's going to just come on here and say, yeah, Alperin Shangun should be starting. There's a lot of variables that you have to look at. Um, that's a lot of weight that you're putting on a kid's shoulder. Now, he's a kid who's played professional basketball in Turkey, not the NBA, but he still played in Turkey. If you put Shen, if you put too much on Shengun's shoulders too quickly, I think it could have a negative effect on him moving forward. Now, you look at a night like tonight. He he played his ass off tonight. I mean, the, there was nothing that he did tonight that was not good. Okay? You scored 19 points in a game. You've got 11 rebounds. You've got five assists. And in a game where the Rockets lost by 35, Shingun in 28 minutes was only a minus 12. Now, for a lion's share of those minutes, you could argue that Cleveland took off, you know, took out multiple starters they did okay Evan Mobley didn't play tonight which is really disappointing I would have loved to have seen an Evan Mobley versus Alper and Shengun matchup I think it would have been awesome uh but he didn't play now one big thing that I want to get to now we can break down the box score the Rockets got obliterated tonight okay there's no point in going through the box score I'm here to talk to all of the fans here on on Spotify Green Room you want to you know, be a part of the show. You hit the request to speak button. I'll bring you up. We'll talk Houston Rockets basketball. That's what we're here to do. It's what I love doing with you guys. So let's do that. Um, but talking points that we should be looking at tonight. Number one, uh, Garrison Matthews has hit a wall. And if anybody has ever played basketball above, I would say, either in the high school level or above, you knew a wall was going to be hit by a guy like Garrison Matthews sooner rather than later. I mean, the minutes that he was playing, the uh, the the minutes he was playing, he was eventually going to get to a point where teams were going to figure him out. Okay, he played 29 minutes tonight. He was 0 of 6 from the field, 0 of 6 from 3. He had four fouls. He was a minus 30 in 29 minutes. He was absolute garbage tonight. He knows that. That's why he got so frustrated in the first half. And Garrison Matthews is actually at the point that Armani Brooks was last year, where Armani Brooks could only shoot the three ball last year. He didn't figure out ways to get to the bucket. He couldn't find ways to impact the game outside of the three ball. Garrison Matthews right now, specifically 8.41 p.m. Central time, that's all he can do is impact the game from the three-point line. It's not his fault because he needs more run. He needs more minutes. I like him getting a lion's share of the minutes right now because he needs them. He's gonna. Rockets fans are just going to have to be patient with a guy like Garrison Matthews. Um, he had a great run. He's had a tough couple games. Cleveland's really good. You know, Cleveland is very, very good. Now, they've got J.B. Bickerstaff as their head coach. They're not winning a championship by any stretch of the imagination. 
with a guy like J.B. Bickerstaff as their coach. I like J.B. Bickerstaff. I'd like to, you know, go to a dinner with J.B. Bickerstaff. Him as my head coach? No. On the broadcast tonight, they were talking about J.B. Bickerstaff potentially for uh, coach of the year. I mean, okay. I mean, Dwayne Casey won a coach of the year and then got fired the next year. I mean, awards like that are important. But I, me personally, I hate the MVP. I hate coach of the year. Like none of that matters to me as a fan. Like if my head coach wins coach of the year, who cares? Like it, it's a nice individual accomplishment for that person. But what have they done for me lately? You know what I mean? A good example for me is looking at a guy like a Cam Newton in football, right? Cam Newton was a good basketball, good football player. To me, he's not a Hall of Famer. Who cares what he's done individually? With that, uh, I believe this is the same Kenny that possibly was at the game tonight. Uh, so let's go to Kenny on a mobile. Kenny, what's going on? Kenny, you are on the mic with Mike. Kenny going once. Kenny going twice. Can you hear me now? I can hear you perfectly. I apologize. So I was there tonight. All good, man. And I just want to say that it was 10 times worse in person than it could have ever been uh, watching from TV. And okay, I may be the odd man out, but I, I think for Garrison Matthews, we saw him tonight for, for I don't want to say who we thought he was, but well, I don't, I don't think that's fair. You can't say that. I mean, in, in a game where you're missing your top four scores and a guy like Daniel House, who they actually really need, a guy like Daniel House who can get his own shot, he's a good three-point shooter, in addition to missing Eric Gordon, KPJ, Christian Wood, and Jalen Green. Like Garrison Matthews, I think you're seeing him for a guy that he's going to be a decent bench player for this team. But he doesn't suck. He's not a bad basketball player. He's in the NBA. Nobody's bad. But correct. I mean, what was it? What was it like at, in the stadium? Since you were there, I think this may be the first time on the road we've had a caller on the dream take that was in the stadium. What was the uh, food and concessions like? Was it solid? <laughs> well, the great craft beer selection. Okay. Uh, okay. Much better Ahmed shirts available in the team shop than available in Houston. Um, but okay. it just seemed like it was just three after three after three after three. Even up 40, I was just shocked by the amount of threes that the Cavs were, were putting up. I don't know if I, I should feel wow. angry. It's part of the game. It, it, it just bothered me a little bit. Well, I mean, they were 18 of 40, but what do you want them to do? Wait, wait, wait. So are, don't tell me you're the fan that want you know, you want your team to take their foot off of the gas when they're up I'm by a certain say, amount. I, I, I'm not saying off the gas, but do, do you need to put okay. up 15 threes in the fourth when you're up 45? Uh, well, I don't think they were up by 45 in the fourth. But I get your point. I mean, I get your point. But if I want my team handing out as many ass whoopings as possible. I mean, if you've, if, if you've got them, smoke them. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. Like, putting I don't off know. The, you I mean, know, the Rockets are, I would the Rockets say were terrible it, tonight. Getting your foot off the gas is like 
Houston against NC State in 83. That's putting it off the gas. You know, maybe hey, go hey, inside hey, 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 a hey, bit hey, more. Hey. But Kenny, I like you a lot. <laughs> but family, back to the don't game. Ever bring up, don't ever bring up that game here on the podcast with me ever again. <laughs> but 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 back to the game. Um, I'm glad that Garuba, even though he got dunked on, you know, he was able to get some time in. He was able to get some shots up, and that's the best that you could hope from someone like that who just doesn't get that much time in the game. This is the perfect game for them to get in there and get some kind of groove going. I totally agree. I think he uh, – I think Garuba looked okay. For You can definitely tell his skills improve when he was in the G League. Look, man, I don't think I've ever saw – I think we just lost Kenny. Uh, so, Kenny, we appreciate your, uh, your contribution, as always, to the show, my man. Uh, we got a couple other speaker requests. Oh, you all dropped off. Uh, so, if you're in the room right now and you want to talk Rockets basketball – Hit that request to speak button, and we will bring you on in immediately. Uh, he makes a good point about Garuba. I thought Garuba looked good tonight. I thought KJ Martin had some decent spots tonight where he looked uh, energetic. Uh, so that was good to see. Uh, as promised, we will go to uh, dear friend of the show. Let me see if we can get uh, Ryan in here. Ryan, long time no talk. How are you? I'm tired. Dude, I missed the whole game. I started my my new job today, and I worked through the game, and I'm so beat. But did I miss anything? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they lost by 35 points. Uh, no, I mean, tonight, I mean, they're playing without their top four scorers like we talked about. They Silas had to leave the bench in the first quarter due to dehydration. It's not a good spot right now for the Rockets. Like the Rockets, like a lot of other professional sports teams out there right now, they're hurting with injuries. And, and thankfully, hopefully, we're not dealing with anything COVID-related. Uh, it's, it's a tough situation right now for the Rockets. Was anyone out for the Cavs important? Uh, Evan Mobley did not play. And then Colin Sexton's out for the season, so. Correct. So I didn't count Sexton. He's out for the year. Darius Garland looked good tonight for them. Uh, somebody named Dean Wade, who, look, I, I need to preface this because some people have come after me for things that I say like this on the show. When I call a guy like a Dean Wade a scrub, okay, I'm talking by league standards. Yes, I am aware, Twitter, that I could not take any guy that I call a scrub. I am not a better basketball player than. I totally understand that. I'm speaking about this from a purely you. It sucks when your team gets beat by a scrub like NBA player like a Dean Wade. That's where I'm coming from when I call a guy a scrub. So let me get that out there now. Ricky Rubio is not a good player. He, he's not. In my eyes, I, I don't see the love for a guy like Ricky Rubio. Congrats. You had seven points and 12 assists tonight against no backcourt for the Rockets. I would love to see you do that against Eric Gordon or Kevin Porter Jr. Then maybe we can have a conversation. If you're destroying Garrison Matthews, you're not getting any respect from me. Sorry. Not sorry. Who who was our our best uh, player tonight? Because I guess you said Matthews was off, right? Matthews had one point tonight. Uh, Jay Shantay had 12. Tice had five. Augustine had four. 
Brooks had three. KJ Martin had 14. Nawaba had 11. Christopher had 17. I mean, Shangun was the star tonight. I mean, he did his thing. I mean, he looked. Garuba came back up, didn't he? Uh, Garuba did come back up tonight. 17 minutes, three points. He had four rebounds. Uh, His skills have certainly uh, gotten better, uh, is what you can tell. But when you're playing without your coach and you're playing without, I'll tell you what, whether this is a fair statement tonight, I I don't really care uh, because I'm going to say how I feel. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, Tonight made me that much more infuriated with the John Wall situation. Oh, dude, I and, and I, can't quit hyping about that. It's time, dude. He has and, to, and, and it's go ahead. He has to go. He has to go. I mean, hey, remember I showed you that trade of the day? Well, that stats from Miles Turner. We got yeah. we got to get Miles Turner yeah. in Houston. No, look, and I don't disagree with that. I'm speaking about this from like whatever the trade is for Wall. If they release him, I don't really care. The fact that you and, – and, and all of this is speculation, right? And that's why I hate speculation. I hate rumors. I hate – but that's, what, that's all we have to go on right now. And the fact is that you're not playing right now because you're not happy with what your role would be if the team was fully healthy. But how do you look at your fellow team members in the eye and you just – are like, you know what? We're missing all of our backcourt. Gordon's not playing tonight. You know what? I'm going to suit up tonight. You know, I've clearly been, you know, showing in videos, uh, you know, that I can still play, yet you don't want to play. Why? Like, why, man? It's because you've shown your true colors. You're a selfish basketball player that you're about yourself. You're getting your money, and that's all you care about. You don't want to play. You don't want to ball. Could they get a, like, okay, so – Let's say like like a Miles Turner, and could they get like a Malcolm Brogdon? No, for John Wall, no. Why would why would Indiana want John Wall? Why would why would anybody give up any significant assets for a guy that has done nothing in his career outside of above average to good individual statistics? You got to include Eric Gordon in that, and maybe even a first round pick. Unfortunately. But that's the thing is that Wall makes forty plus million dollars and Gordon makes, you know, nineteen million. So you got to find a team that's willing to take on sixty million dollars. And the entire league has now called the bluff of the Rockets of cut him. We're not trading for him. Why would we give you anything for John Wall? Oh, if you're the Rockets, an only deal that I would potentially do, if it was proposed, would you take back Kemba Walker? Hundred percent. You know, I, but I would. But Kemba Walker is going to be in the same spot, though. I would do Kemba Walker you know, and uh, and uh, Kevin Knox. I don't. I don't hate Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox would give you a power forward that you desperately need to put alongside. Kevin Knox is the type of guy that I would want to put next to a Christian Wood. And here's the thing, right? And we've been talking about this for weeks. We're going to continue to talk about this because there's so many different layers to what's going on. Once again, we're live here on Spotify Green Room uh, talking about the Rockets, 124 to 89 loss. Uh, I really don't want to break down any more of the box score because it's awful. Um, The thing about this is if you bring back a guy like a Kemba Walker, then you have to trade DJ Augustine. 
fine. If you well, but if you're bringing in Kemba Walker, how does that help you moving forward? Because what we've seen over the past couple of weeks is that the name of the game is youth. The Rockets need to find youth somewhere. James make, makes a great point in the chat. I like Jeremy Grant a lot in Detroit. Yeah, I, heard that. I just wanted to bring it up to you, yeah. You know, Jeremy Grant makes a lot of sense because he's young. He's already signed on a, a long-term contract. He's a guy you could put next to a Christian Wood. But here's the real question. Is that Shangoon is starting to show, starting to show, that he is has all of the makings of a star in this league. Not a superstar, a star. What do you do with Shangoon? Can you play Shangoon next to a Christian Wood in a starting lineup? That's the question. Um, That's what you got to find out. That's what you got to spend the rest of this year finding out. Well, see, and also if you do do like a John Wall trade, you got to include possibly even Daniel Tice because Daniel Tice doesn't fit in what the Rockets are doing right now. So uh, could you get maybe like a Mitchell Robinson in, in that? Mitchell Robinson's a stud. I mean, you're not getting you're not getting a Mitchell Robinson for a Daniel Tyson John Wall. Plus, the money doesn't match. The problem is you got to try and you got to send John Wall to somebody that needs him right now. And I don't know who that team is outside. There's one team that makes sense for John Wall. And well, it's okay. So two. It's both LA teams. It's always been both LA teams. The other team that could make a lot of sense is Philadelphia, as pointed out by Kenny. Philadelphia makes sense for John Wall, A, because he's got a relationship with, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Daryl Morey. Yeah. Now, the thing is, that's a type of trade where you could potentially do a Eric Gordon and John Wall for Tobias and Ben Simmons. I think it'd be like a Max or a Tyrese Maxey and Ben Simmons. I, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we, we, it's all speculation at this point, right? Philadelphia makes sense for Wall and for Gordon. Tonight really did show, though, how much Eric Gordon means to this team. All of them do, man. Like, for the people out there that want to – I mean, I saw tweets tonight about somebody saying that the Cavaliers are better off without Evan Mobley. Okay, you're a moron. Uh, for the Rockets fans that want to say the Rockets are better off without Jalen Green during the six-game winning streak, you're a moron. Um, because Jalen Green has everything in his DNA to be a, a superstar in this league. And he's also the number two overall pick in the draft. The Rockets are building around Alperin Shengun and Jalen Green. Don't let anybody tell you any differently than that. And if anybody else tells you, those are the two guys on this team right now, in my eyes, that are untouchable. Everybody else on this Rockets team can be had for the right price, in my eyes. Do you keep Garrison Matthews starting once Green and KB, KBJ come back or no? I don't know. I mean, once those two come back, you know, you got to look at, I'm not sending Tate to the bench. I'm not sending Christian Wood to the bench. Mm-hmm. At that point... Look, the Rockets are, are what, two games out of, of the playing game? What are you playing for if you're the Rockets? Yeah, right now they're 9-19. Sacramento's 11-17. Sacramento sucks. 
Sacramento is not going to stay in that race. Okay, you got the Spurs and you got the Blazers in front of you. If if the Rockets get to the play-in this year, then that's a success for Stephen. Well, well you got yeah, you got to play to win games though. You know, the Rockets are no longer in a position to to tank for a guy like pa- uh, Paolo Banchero. They're not going to be that bad. I hate to tell Rockets fans unless they take a nosedive, they're not. They're what nine and nineteen. You're going to need to be a lot worse than that to get a guy like Ben Chero or Holmgren, which is fine by me. There's other guys in the draft that you can bring in immediately and be a star on this team. Right. You know, you you look at guys, you got to try and find guys that fit what you're trying to do around those two guys. Okay. Honestly, at this point, the first game that he can come back, my starting five would be Jalen Green, KPJ, Tate, Shingoon, and Wood. I said it. There it is. Because you're giving Christian Wood exactly what he wants, which he wants to play on the perimeter. That, that's what he's always wanted to do. I don't agree with it because Christian Wood can drive to the bucket and get a bucket anytime he wants. But too many times he settles for those dumbass jump shots that – Every Rockets fan watches him take, and it sucks. Now, would you? Like, sorry, would you? No, no, no. Would you uh, have Garuba off the bench for Tice? Just not play Tice at all? No, you got. If you're going to start Shengun, you got to play Tice. I mean, look, Tice. For everybody that wants to give Tice so much crap, he's not a bad ball player. I think he's. I don't think he's starting five material. But he makes more sense coming off of the bench. And the thing is, look, the, the, ideal, the, the idea that the Rockets need to be doing is win games, right? That's a really bad way to say it. The Rockets should be trying to win games, but not at the expense of figuring out what you have on your roster, I think is the best way I can put it. What do you think is a successful season for Steven Silas then, Mike? Uh, <laughs> continue to develop the young guys is first and foremost. Get Jalen Green back on the court. Get him as many minutes with KPJ as possible. Showcase Alperen Shengun, which he's doing. Figure out internally what you want to do with Christian Wood. So it's not just Silas. Like, we can't talk about Silas. What is a Okay, so here's an interesting question for Rockets fans, all right? What does a successful season look like for the Rockets? Because at the beginning of the year, you would have said when they you know, were losing, what, 15 games in a row, that get the number one overall pick. That's a, a successful season. That's no longer the goal. Like That can't be your goal. You have a moving target goal now. So I think it's what I described. Develop the young talent. you got to figure out what you want to do with Christian Wood and Eric Gordon. Those are the two guys. Those, that, that's a main focus. Do you want those guys as a part of your team moving forward? I think Rockets fans want Christian Wood to be a part of the roster. I don't think they want Eric Gordon to be a part of the roster, which is a damn shame because Eric Gordon is a great talent. Great talent. Eric I'm not going to call him a superstar because he's not a superstar, but he is a great talent who's a very good player that the Rockets – fan base just wants to say goodbye to because you think you're going to get 
Like, what's the best case scenario that you get for Eric Gordon, right? A first round pick? Uh, is that your so that's a question to you what is the best case scenario trade package for a guy like Aaron Gordon uh, uh, a first round pick from a playoff team Karis LeVert you're not getting Karis LeVert um, I mean I would like Karis LeVert but why do you want Karis LeVert if you already have Jalen Green Karis LeVert does start um but you get my point, though. Like, the, everybody's talking about trade Eric Gordon so you can get a first-round pick. Well, you're only going to trade Eric Gordon to if you give him a preferred destination, he's going to go to a playoff team, right? Okay. Kenny makes a good point. I would take Halen, uh, would it, Halen Horton Tucker from the Lakers and a first-rounder. I would do that deal. That's a deal I do in five seconds. THT? Th Halen Horton Tucker. That's what it is. Talon Horton Tucker. And a first-round pick. I would do that deal. More likely, you're going to get an expiring contract and a first-round pick from a playoff team. I don't like that deal for Eric Gordon, personally. You know, I, I, I would want some NBA talent if I'm trading Eric Gordon. NBA yeah, talent ready right now. I think right now, so someone made a good point the other day that you got to hold on to Eric Gordon just because he's that – He's that uh, that voice in the locker room, that veteran voice, and he can help build build up those young uh, that, that young core. And you don't need, you know, if you're getting rid of somebody, it's Daniel House is who you got to focus on getting rid of. Daniel House, he makes no sense. He's playing, but he doesn't. He plays garbage minutes. He doesn't put up the numbers you need. Augustine plays better than he does. You got to get rid of a uh, house for sure. No, for, look, I, I don't disagree with you, Ryan, at all. I, I think that, you know, that's the deal you move for a draft pick. Daniel, thank you so much for your contribution. See you later. Right. DJ Augustine, too. You know, I, I would like to, to get something for DJ Augustine that is better than just a throwaway second-round pick. Unlikely. Stockpile draft picks with assets like that. You can't just move an Aaron Gordon for draft assets. It doesn't make sense. And Rockets fans, if you trade Rock, him, you get a player in return for Aaron Gordon. That's no doubt about it. I hope so. But Rockets fans are going to be blinded by the success that they found this year in the draft in Jalen Green, who I think has every makings of a superstar. Shengun looks to be one of the steals of the draft. Uh, right now, you could argue. If he had more minutes, he would be in contention for rookie of the year. Alperen Shingun has been that good when he's on the court. He hasn't had enough minutes, but he's had enough success to be in that conversation. But outside of that, Christopher's had some nice moments. Garuba's been a nothing so far. Uh, Shingun will make, if not rookie of the year, he'll make the uh, first uh, rookie NBA or first. NBA rookie team or something like that, whatever they call that list. I forget what that, what that, what that list is called. Potentially, yeah. All, all NBA first team or uh, all the rookie first team. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. To me, though, it's all about I have to be better about appreciating individual success. You know, like to me, you say that and I'm like, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me if the team is not performing at a high enough level. Now, it's because of a guy like Shen Goon that they are 
performing at the level that they are, they wouldn't be at, now I say nine and 19, nine and 19 is still a hell of a lot better than where we were last year at this point. And we're talking about, for the most part now, meaningful basketball games. Tonight doesn't count. Tonight was a sham. Tonight shouldn't even count against the Rockets because of what they've got going on. Okay. And I say that tongue in cheek, it's all self-inflicted. I get that, but it's like, you're playing without your four best players. You're not, you have no shot at winning this game. None. Zero. Uh, Ryan, anything to add before we wrap the show up, my man? Um, I was just thinking of like, uh, you know, who's uh, a good, a couple of players in from San Antonio is uh, uh, Derek, Derek White. And then that other kid, that other young kid from San Antonio. I wonder if we can probably get them, you know, uh, who are, who are, uh, who are they? What, what, what are their names? Uh, so you got Derek White. Uh, who's problem with Derek White is that he's listed as a point guard. Even if he's a shooting guard, acquiring him really doesn't make a ton of sense because of what you've got right now. Who's Murray? Murray. Uh, Derek or Murray? What's his first name? Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. You're set at the you're set at the guard position. The Rockets should not be looking to upgrade either of their guard spots right now. They need to look at the front court. The oh, front court is. No, I, I, who's that? Who's their center? Uh, uh, Potal. Yep, I would take Jacob him. Potal. Um, I mean, yeah, he's having a good year. He's averaging twelve and a half points. He's averaging nine rebounds. I don't, I don't see San Antonio moving on from him per se. Um, now, I will say this: a guy to look out for for the Rockets a year from now, potentially once he's tradable. I would do whatever it takes to go get Rashawn Holmes from Sacramento. Would be a guy yeah. that I would take on this team. We've been, we've been pretty big on that name. So, you know, every which way. I think it's funny. After the show Ray and I did the other night, there was a story about De'Aaron Fox, who is growing pretty disgruntled right now uh, with the Kings organization. That's a name to watch out for in the future. But we are continuing uh, talking about this year. So, Ryan, it's always been a pleasure, my man. Of course, man. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, brother. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Thank you all so much to everybody who came and hung out with us here on uh, Spotify Green Room. We appreciate y'all as always. Uh, make sure to check out uh, on Twitter, The Dream Take at The Dream Take. Make sure to check out the mothership for The Dream Take, The Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. If you're on Facebook, make sure to search the uh, dream shake to go ahead and follow us there as well. Uh, head over to the dreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets uh, all day, every day. You can follow me on Twitter at BSW podcast underscore MB. You can follow my co-pilots at Raymond Lucas and at Jeremy Brenner uh, on Thursday. That would be tomorrow night against the Knicks. You will have Jeremy Brenner. Uh, I am off for the next two games. So Jeremy will have you on Thursday, tomorrow against the Knicks. And then he will have you Saturday, very early game, 11 o'clock against the uh, Detroit Pistons. So I will see you guys next week. It's been an absolute pleasure covering the Rockets tonight and all nights. Until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets! 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.